Hamada says, Nada. Ladies and gentlemen, Happy New Year. Good riddance, 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2021. The grass is green. The sky is blue. The birds are chirping. It's a brand new year. And welcome to the Vigilante 1939 podcast, part of the Let's Go Podcast Network, pop culture without the pop. My name's Nick Zanik. I could entertain you guys for a very long time. I know I could, but thankfully... In 2021, I still have my own Justice League riding along with me. I'm joined by Nico Caruso and Daddy Batman himself. Yes, that name is still sticking in 2021. It will Nicholas never leave. Senior. Gentlemen, Happy New Year. How are you guys doing? Happy, happy New Year to you as well, brother. Uh, doing well. It was a weird adjustment back to the work week to, to semi-real life after the, the long break. And, um, of course, on the first day back, uh, Twitter and fandom is up in flames again. So um, any sort of optimism we had for that realm is, is, is already gone, but we'll see if we could salvage today. Pops, how about you? Yeah. Happy new year to everybody out there. Hope everybody had a, a nice, safe, healthy, and happy new year. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, we're like four days into 2021 and uh, the flames have started. The fires have been ignited, but, but let's talk about something that, conveniently we're recording this on this day and i think when we drop it a day after it's going to be cooler um because sort of all the news today i think i show what had gotten lost we got thankful for the day delay we had um gentlemen happy two years happy two year anniversary anniversary of the vigilante 1939 we've come a long way since the phone i know we already talked about this on the 50th app so we won't do too much of a rehash but yo and and you're right and and let me add one other thing isn't it almost the year anniversary of our of our of our proposed Snyder cut with Mario Robles? There with Mario Robles, like isn't yeah, that amazing? It is. In less than a year, how everything year. comes full circle. Yeah, yep. we sat there and at that at that time on that podcast that we did with Mario, we had a ball. In oh, my mind, I would have I would have even though I I think at the time I said I wanted the Snyder cut, I would have bet anybody that that would have never happened and that Man of Steel two would have been announced by now. Yeah. So what a crazy, yeah. crazy series. What a just an unbelievable series of events that's transpired crazy. since then. When we started this pod, it was out of anger of Justice League. It's still there. Our first episode talks about Affleck leaving. And we record on a phone in an office two years later. We're we still have, talking about it. We have a setup. I know it's not a crazy amount, but 353 followers. We're part of a network. We're part of this beautiful community. We have a beautiful fan base. We have merch. We had a giveaway. We have people showing love. We love you, our vigilantes, more than anything in the world. Today is going to be kind of a hot episode in terms of like yeah, frustration and emotion, but that's what we do best. But it's going to be fun. Um, this is kind of like the show. We're going to have like a style of a show that like got us kind of started. Yep. It was kind of our our, our, yep. our, our frustrations of this, this you know, of 
everything <laughs> going on with being more DC leaning kind of what started us. It brought us full circle. Um, and let's just, let's just go. And we love you all. And this is great. It is. And, but Nico, you know, daddy bats, you know, the, uh, the people, if they're joining us for the first time, you know, they might ask what, oh, yeah. what we are, you know, they might ask cause they, they might, they might, you know. And at this point, what they also might be asking is how did these clowns make it two years? <laughs> That's true. That's let's true. get let's if, get out. Let's get if, out of here. If you've been with us for two years, thank you yeah. so much. Oh we, my gosh, we, yeah, we love you. So we much. love you. So we are the Vigilante 1939 podcast. Of course, we are more of a DC lean podcast, but sometimes you talk a little Marvel uh, winking. You know, I'm currently winking a little bit. You know, uh, sometimes we talk a little Oscars. Go follow Let's Go Marquee over at Let's Go Podcast.com. Sometimes a little video games. Go follow the Let's Go Gamers on YouTube.com slash Let's Go Podcast as well. You can check uh, some of those episodes out as well. And um, so, yeah. So we are we have a lot of variety of stuff that we like to cover here as well as our network. So, but yes, guys. A smorgasbord, as you will. A, a smorgasbord of stuff. A, you know? a nice anapasto tray. <laughs> Shout out to Pete Vera. <laughs> that's true that's true which will be at my, my wedding when that time comes i can there you go i can assure you that as will the zendik photo hold on oh my god keep going wow. while i show him this photo <laughs> have you seen this oh <laughs> man that, that will not that will not be on twitter yeah, that's I, awesome. I can promise yeah. you. or maybe it is there you go so all righty guys let's jump in they've waited long enough so we kind of already opened this one up a little bit when we talked about Wonder Woman 84 on our show and then on the Let's Go podcast stream, if you caught that. But the Wonder Woman 1984 reactions are seemingly still still light and fire on Twitter. And uh, it's I mean, ironic because while those reactions are running rampant on Twitter, not even 48 hours after its release on HBO Max, Wonder Woman 3 has already been greenlit. And yes, Cal and Patty are coming back for it. So let's uh any any, <laughs> any thoughts. I know. <laughs> and I fall. Yeah. So um any any thoughts, any thoughts on the continuous uh, uh reactions? I mean, do you and yeah, I mean, have, have anything to say? <laughs> I, I do, I do. Okay. Um I I will say this. I'm I find it strange that um it had a little it had a, a decent first week of success. And it really plummeted the next the next week. Again, we know why. COVID theaters are shut down. Um, but I also believe, and the fact that it is streaming on HBO is going to lessen the chance of anybody to really want to go back and see it in the theater, right? You're going to see it once in the theater. And now you're really going to go spend your hard-earned money to go back to the theater to see it a second and third time. But it really did plummet in its second week. And it's for all the reasons I just mentioned. And it's also because of the harsh criticism that the movie has gotten. It is a, I think it critically about a 60 and I think the fan base is around a 71 or 72%, which is probably about 10 percentage points lower than, than a movie should be. So the fact that W that Warner brothers at HBO max hasn't rolled out their streaming numbers yet. Yeah. leads me to believe that it it probably wasn't the success that they were looking for. Now, I know on January 27th, they have their investor meeting, their call. Mm. 
So maybe they're gonna they're gonna come out and be optimistic. You think it's gonna be as big as well. Here, <laughs> let me let me finish here. What I'm trying to tell you guys is that we all liked the movie. We didn't have a problem with it. We thought, by and large, it was a fun blockbuster. Um, I've never seen a movie get taken apart like this, like almost by the frame. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. seems it's still going strong. The hate for it, it's weird. Um, I still like it. I do understand if you don't like it. Like I said, that's perfectly fine. I can get why a lot of people don't like it. But, you know, W Warner Brothers is so weird right now. We're really going to focus on them in this podcast. And I thought Nick, you and I used to say they had a plan going back with Fandom and some things. And it seems like ever since then, <laughs> the train went rolling off. Well, they did with Fandom. I, we thought they had a nice thing in the multiverse. And yeah, that age well. it just yeah, it, it, it hasn't well. aged well at all. The train is off the tracks. They've been nothing but doing damage control since then. And I believe that the announcement for Wonder Woman 3 was, again, a little bit of damage control. Mm-hmm. I think that they're that they're certainly going to make a Wonder Woman 3, and they're going to let Patty do it and have Gal back. But I think they're going to look back at this thing I don't think it's going to be a successful endeavor. It was the, it was the guinea pig because I don't count tenant. This was the big blockbuster. So this is going to be the thing that I think people are going to look at. And I think this may not have been the model to do to roll it out in the theaters and on streaming at the same time. So Warner brothers, again, I applaud them for doing it. We were behind them. The problem is, is when the movie got, critically pan like it did you're gonna have problems yeah um i mean this is this is ridiculous i mean i don't i don't even i mean i can't even remember a movie where this happened where the initial buzz was huge and then it literally took a nosedive i mean talk about the hindenburg blowing up i mean it, it is unbelievable to talk about like the, like the Oklahoma city thunder going up three, one and choking in a way the mm. warriors blowing the three, one lead. I'm not going to say the Cleveland Indians cause the Cubs were the better team. Um, like, I don't get it. I, I, I truly don't understand this. I, I really don't. I really don't. I really don't get it. And Dan, I'm going to echo what you said is this movie is being crucified by the frame. I mean, this is what I, I made a tweet a couple weeks ago. Not a couple weeks ago. When was Christmas last week? Yeah. I, I don't even know what day it is. Um, saying like, I'm watching people live tweet and process their internal battle and thoughts. It's okay. Mm. You like it or you don't. It's okay. It's okay. And I'm not telling people how to use the medium, but so many other movies, including, you know, the, the ones that were panned. I mean, talking about Donna Justice, Suicide Squad, uh, other ones, Joker, um, Aquaman, whatever, Birds of Prey, whatever it is. Uh, Not even MCU stuff. I mean, I'm seeing people who like it and then they don't, and then they don't like it, but they do. And I was going to make a joke tweet, but I didn't want to upset people, but it really feels like it's, it should have been that they should change the name to Wonder Woman watch it twice wonder woman you might like it better the power of the second viewing or something because the second viewing has either like helped and made people appreciate it more or it's like buried it even more 
So it's like it's like yeah. the second viewing is this. If the first viewing was like the sentence, the second viewing is like the execution. Execution. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Let me say this: either you get out of jail yeah. early on good behavior, or you go straight to the death sentence. I, I don't want to. Inter- I just want to interrupt for a second because I I'm old and I don't want to miss this. I I I forget my takes, but. It's almost like Wonder Woman '84, and, and, and we're, we're, we're going to go to you. Well, I'm saying I, I keep my thing. <laughs> we're going to go to Nick. We don't want to spend a lot of time talking about Wonder Woman '84 because, to be honest with you, yeah, I almost feel like it's already in the rearview mirror, and that it's it's almost done with. Like quickly, it it just came out a week, a little literally ten days ago. Yeah, and I got to be honest with yeah. you, as each day goes by, yeah, no, it feels like it's it. almost it's, like yeah. kaput. Like it's like it's yeah. done. Like next, is, like what's yeah. that Aria Grande song? Thank, thank you. you, next. Thank you, next. Thank you. Next. I mean, and and for a movie, a blockbuster one like this, like it's one it's strange, guys. I can't even remember yeah. like even even BVS and no. and some of the really critically. BVS, there was still more of like, a, yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know, this is Judge Jury. It's, it's kind of over. This movie, it's funny. This movie has a 61% right. on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm literally telling you this for a fact because I remember pretty well. It's, it's being panned worse than BVS and yeah. Suicide oh, yeah. Squad. Yeah. I'm not even lying. The first hundred reviews that got it to the 88. Those are what's salvaging it, dude. You take those out, it's things like a twenty or a thirty. Yeah, it's bad. Right. If you it's don't, if bad. you take away, the, it, and it's weird. And those might have been strategically positioned reviews. Well, we don't know. You know what though? Right. But that's the weirdest part. And Zenik, I'm going to throw it to you. I'm not going to dwell. But here, yeah, we don't. But there's two things I want to close on. I've never <laughs> seen this before. I don't get it. You can say the movie doesn't work, and it's like not good or it's bad. You could, you, you, yeah. you could say whatever you want about it. It is not to the level that it's being talked about. It's just not. Go watch. The go watch Josh Trank Fantastic Four. Go watch both original Fantastic Fours. Go watch Batman and Wat- and Robin. Go watch the early Punisher movies. Go yeah. watch you know the first Hulk. Go watch like Thor two. Go watch Iron Man two. Like it's not, it's not. But here's the other thing I want to say, because you said some great dad. This movie is being picked apart by frame. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And I was on a stream where people looked at me like I was crazy. There's there's criticisms that are given for certain films and not the others. When Black Widow comes out, I want to see, and I love some of y'all, I want to see the same level of dissection. I love y'all. Yeah, but it may be I'm it talking may be about a people in that movie though. Who, you know, but but uh, uh you know, right. but you know, if we're gonna dissect it by frame, yeah. we'll really find out, right? Mm. We'll really find out. We'll really find out by frame. So, you know, I'm just saying I love y'all. I love everyone, and this is directed at the mainstream audience that won't ever hear this podcast, and the people we love and know who listen. When Black Widow comes out, I want same conversations. It might have a different result, but I want the same amount of dissection. Then we'll find out. I want the same amount for once. Y'all don't give it the same amount. I want the same amount. Zenik, go ahead. Oh man, I can. Uh, can only echo what you guys said, man. I mean, it's disappointing. Right, yeah. and it's and it's shocking. I mean, to see that this high that we were all riding off a DC Phantom and even CCXP when that trailer debut, 
I just want to know. I was like, because everybody is dissecting the plot. It's every little detail. It's like they're dissecting the transitions. Bro. It's like, oh well, you know, <laughs> they're that, dissecting that, 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 moment the, the, the to moment. Is what a son didn't work for me. Uh, where's where's her sword? Uh, Snyder didn't make her fly. Why does she fly? And I'm like. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I was mean, like, the editing what? is being dissected. I'm like, when I'm, did we I'm, ever talk yeah. about the editing of a comic book movie? I'm like, HBO Max didn't change this movie. Patty didn't go and change her movie in, in the four months that we had to wait for it after DC Phantom. I'm just like, where is this? What movie did you guys watch? I watched the same movie as you guys did. I, just I mean, I in, think I did. I think <laughs> I did too. I mean... I don't know, but you know, it's just, um, it's just the, and you said it, Nick, the weirdest part is just the level of dissection. Yeah. I just don't, I don't understand, but one of them is coming. So, yeah, I, I don't think, like I said, I don't think we should waste a lot of time on it because I I think it's, like I said, it's in the rear view mirror guys, and it's not going to affect wonder woman three going forward. Um, if there is, you know, Patty now, now, the only thing I would like to talk about real quick on it is the streaming is the decision to do what they did. So let me propose this question to you gentlemen. Now that we're sitting here, did they do the right thing with this movie? Should they have waited? No. Because Patty's mixed about it. I don't know. Um, and this is just a quick, quick response because I feel myself that they might've been better off waiting at this point in time and maybe released it in June to the, to the audience, because it did do 17 million in a pay. Maybe it would have did 70 or 80 or 90 million. You know, it might've did a lot. And you know what we don't talk about, you know, we're going to talk about that later about the global stuff. Yeah. We'll bring that up later when we dissect more, yeah. but maybe it would have been done a little better overseas because no, so. they're, they got, well, they got crushed with the COVID too, just like us here, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. So what do you think? I'm I'm willing to step back and say at this point in time. Now, I I don't know the streaming numbers. Maybe they're going to wall us with the streaming numbers. I'm I'm going to tell you. If I got a gut feeling. Them. If they held them <laughs> the same way yeah. they held the numbers. I got a gut tenet, feeling they didn't. The so, same way they held the numbers so for tenant, it's not good. I'm going to go to you, Nick Z. It did they did they do the right thing or are you okay with it? What do you think? Should they have waited or I mean, it's 2020, but we're, yeah, you, 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 you guys know me. I mean, I'm just at a certain point. I think this movie was already shelved for so long that to just push it another year, just to preserve its theatrical. I mean, theaters, I feel like we're always going to be safe. I think people just blew that way out of proportion, but it's like me. It's like, well, you can't go with Wonder Woman 3 unless Wonder Woman 2 comes out. And I never saw that putting it on HBO Max was a way to tell people that the movie was bad it was just the circumstances that the yeah. world was in and that we're still in 2021 yeah and that we're probably still going to be in until the spring yeah. of this year okay. so okay, i mean enough. yeah so you were that's, okay that's you were opinion. okay with it you you think I, I was okay with it okay. sure would I, would I have loved to see it on the big screen yeah i think yeah. i think every everybody would have been sure it might have dampened my experience a little bit but i mean if it, gets, we, if it gets we released i will go see it in the big screen what do you think, son? Listen, I um. <clears throat> Remember, we're just talking about holding it or bringing it out now, like they did. I think you just had to bring it out now because okay. if what happened to it 
now happen to it later there might really not even be a three or the studio might have overhauled and changed some with jenkins i mean when the sequel underperforms which it's inevitable it would have i just the way the movie's being panned and everything it means because we're even saying i thoroughly enjoy it but i know it's not perfect but i you know i i I allow myself to look past a lot of stuff the way you know what you have to do for a majority of these movies right so but like we if if this what happened to this movie happened in a theater in a year or a year and a half it would have been the last jedi effect where they're starting to drastically overhaul what happens with a third one there might not be a third one they might not let jenkins do it yeah i think with putting it on hbo max you have the numbers from the first weekend that were pretty good and then you say it's pandemic call the rest a mulligan yeah call the rest a mulligan at least you get to use the pandemic i like that you're right this you, time. Get, you have excuses you have built-in excuses right yeah yeah you think bugs bunny's sitting in the boardroom right now just like calling for heads to be chopped what do you think <laughs> eh, get jason keela in here you think he's going nuts bugs bunny or what you what do you think nick oh that that he's guy's running, been that guy's been running, awfully quiet as of late he's running the show over there bugs you think he's calling for hamada hamada get in here it's it's but bugs and Batman running the show now. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, um, yeah. So I mean, that was a nice little kind of pinpoint to kind of close that out. And yeah, we're glad Wonder Woman though is coming. So let's uh, fingers crossed, guys. But uh, I believe we're gonna transition over to what is probably gonna be a good chunk of our show, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk about the one that everybody wants us to talk about. Don't worry, that's coming. So. Um, there was a New York Times article, guys, that uh, talked about the multiverse in which Walter Hamada got got a got a very new uh, frame, photo frame. So now we all know that that what he looks like at DC Phantom is real. He looks all styled up and he had a nice, nice, nice suit on. It looked really, nice suit really on. well dressed. Very impressed. Absolutely. Know. So here's what I'm going to do. Because Kevin Feige is more casual with the baseball cap, you know, and he. He kind of dresses down. Hamada dresses style. Oh, man. So here's what I'm going to do, guys. And bear with me because I took some notes. Yeah. Sure. And I think, I think I got all the high points that we mentioned here. And I'm going to read something that's very that really hit me at the end. I'm going to save it for the end because sure. I think it's really, really important. So, and this isn't what I'm going to end with, but we're going to jump Are you right Jimmy in. Olsen? Are you playing Jimmy Olsen right now? I wish, I wish I was playing Jim. Should be playing Terry McGinnis right now, but I digress. Oh, okay, <laughs> so no particular order. This is what we got, guys. Walter Hamada says, starting in 2022, we're gonna have four theatrical releases, plus two riskier HBO Max films, in which he uses Batgirl and Static Shock is yeah, examples. Yeah, because those are risky. Yeah. Um, those are about as risky he, as uh, whatever. Sorry. He can uh <laughs> he confirms that there's gonna be two Batman franchises running simultaneously. Which is a great thing for Batman fans. Everyone settle down. <laughs> and, he, and he uses like James Bond as the example and in, in which how that can work, which I don't think is a great example, but I don't either. I digress on nope. that one. Yeah. Um yeah, that's, that's an awful example. Yeah, and then we uh and then we find out. I guess today, which isn't news that now who the two Batman franchises that it's most likely going to be is the Michael Keaton and the Robert Pattinson. But we'll talk about that. He then goes on 
man, this, this guy really had a lot to say. Um, this, this is another thing that's interesting, but again, it's not my ending statement. With every movie we're looking at now, we're thinking, what's the potential HBO Max spinoff? He then goes on to talk about how little multiverse 101 that, you know, Wonder Woman is more like Earth 1. Robert Pattinson is more like Earth 2. Uh, we, we, we later find out that Zack Snyder's Justice League is a cul-de-sac, which is a street that leads nowhere, which we'll talk about that. And then here's what I wanted to end with. And I'm going to say this twice. So sure. Everybody can understand this because it's going to, it's going to lead our conversation perfectly. You guys with me? Yep. Nico, you with me? I'm always with you, bro. Right Right with you. This, this is all right, Mr. Crusoe. Nico, this is what Walter Hamada had to say. You ready? Yeah. I don't think anyone else has ever attempted this, but audiences are sophisticated enough to understand it. If we make good movies, they will go with it. Again, audiences are sophisticated enough to understand it. If we make good movies, they will go with it. That is quoting Walter Hamada. So, with all this that, that I just spewed out to you guys, <laughs> where would you where would you like to take this? And I can repeat anything if you guys want me to. Oh, don't first? worry. I know everything you said. You ready? Okay. Or are there you going to give go. other people a chance to talk? Or I'm afraid I give this to you. You may not get the mic back. Here, I'm going to. Here's where I'll start. Because everything you just said, I, 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 I heard it all. Take a deep breath. And I imagined Walter Hamada saying it to me in person. And I just imagined myself falling asleep. Here's what I'll say. I'm going to say a statement. Then you both will go. And then I'll collect myself and finish it <laughs> that last quote that's why i ended it last <laughs> that last quote he says audiences are sophisticated enough if we make good movies it'll work let me add an asterisk to that and tell him what he should have said when we get the audience loyalty then when we make good movies yeah. then it'll work. we have to earn that you have to earn that. they have no consistent audience loyalty, meaning no plan they have will work. I'll expound upon on that later. Dad, stop. Well, here, the, the, the fan base, the DCEU, DC, whatever we want to call them, the fan base is so divided. That's the number one problem. So nothing in his article did anything to unite the fan base. That's number one. Tore there was a one thing in there that he said nope. that was a rally cry that you can that you could say yes, they finally get it. All he did was say they're going to do this, that, and the other thing in the kitchen sink, and then and people will love it, and the people will love it. They won't. Um, and audiences are smart. They're smarter than me. They're smarter than us. But the mainstream Not when they don't you're you're them. ripping them that they're sophisticated no that's that's a terrible thing to say about anybody who is he to call anybody sophisticated or 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 brand people that way it's a compliment but you have to be now you have to be sophisticated to understand the the multiverse diverse concept of whatever the hell they're throwing up at a board somewhere and saying let's go with this idea oh, so i take a I take offense to that, right? 
because no, the audience is not going to understand what you're doing. Because I would, I was already on Twitter today, and people are like, "What? Wait, Keaton's going to be Affleck now, or oh, Affleck? Yeah. No, right? Yeah, we get it because we're nerds and we're geeks and we do this. This is our hobby. This is our passion. This is our love. So, the only thing in the article that was good was the fact that he's saying we're going to get all this content mm-hmm. because at this point. I just want them to give us a lot of content and I'm not going to worry if it's good, bad, if a million people like it, because I'm at a point in my life where I just want to see it all come out. Yeah. And I'm going to trust and have faith that more of it's going to be better, that the majority of it is going to be better than not. Um, The Snyder cut we'll get into a little bit on, on the own, because I think we got to go into Zach's mm-hmm. with the uh, Faruqi brothers. He did an interview, a zoom cast. I saw that today. There was some things in there he revealed. Uh, the Batman James Bond reference is absolutely ridiculous because number one, it's only one guy at a time. It's one guy years. at a time. Okay, so so Walter Hamada, that article was was just not well done. I don't know who his publicist is, but if somebody would have dissected that article like they did Wonder Woman eighty four, <laughs> see, like you when you're in that position, you have people that work for you. That tell you, you know, Donald Trump tweeted whatever the hell he wanted. He was that that was his thing. That's his craziness about him. This is a head of a movie studio. Right. I mean, the president should be better than him. But you think he would kind of learn from that, like, you know, have a little substance behind what you're saying. okay? and again, not all of it was bad. I'm not saying that. But then to call Batgirl and static shock risky. Batgirl was. Before the Marvel movie started, Batgirl was a bigger character than Iron Man. More people knew who Batgirl was. She was a bigger IP, just just a bigger character. Now, she's not. Iron Man is 10 times the character, popularity-wise, that she is. But at Static Shock, it is just another wonderful property that Michael B. Jordan is behind. That's a no-brainer. That should be a home run if they do it properly and do it right. The, the story, the heart, the emotion, the characters, the diversity. How in the world is this guy, this head of DC, labeling these two projects as risky? Risky is what he may want to do with Batgirl that we'll get into. Okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, risky is what he did with Birds of Prey. That was risky. Some of that stuff was risky. Yeah. But, you know, Nick or you guys take it from here, but it was not, it was not a great article. Yeah. And it just wasn't, it's, it's part of their problem. What I said is after fandom where we were all on a DC high, the train just keeps plummeting kind of off the tracks. Oh boy. Where do we go from this guy that makes everything feel like it's okay, a DC Phantom, and then this one article comes out where he doesn't probably have 20 people in a room to help him with his statements here to make it, because this guy literally seems like he doesn't know what he's, (laughs) like he's just spewing out something and he doesn't understand what he's spewing out, because I'll try and break this up into parts, but I don't want to steal all the time here, because my wonderful co-host Nico here is dying dying to counteract that and i absolutely no. want him to say it because i know he he wants he wants to light the world on fire here um 
So I just want to watch. I hate. I hate. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the Batman franchise reference for a variety of reasons. Number one, I think it's just stupid. Uh, to have two Batman franchises running at the same time. Sure. Is it cool? Yeah. But I'm bought into Robert Pattinson. And now there's going to be Michael Keaton rolling around on some earth playing this Nick Fury role in movies that may or may not happen in a Batgirl movie that That's I guess is supposed That's to be on thing. HBO what Max. What you just said is the thing, though. What so, you just said is the thing. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, I mean... I don't even know where to begin with this because it's it's like you guys said, Batgirl is risky. Static Shock ain't risky. Not when you make it right. When you go that Miles Morales route, it ain't risky to me. Um, the Zack Snyder's Justice League comment infuriates me for a variety of reasons. I don't know if you want me to save that now or if you want me to save it, but, you know, I mean. Let's get into it. Let's I mean, get into it because we yeah. were eventually going to. All roads lead. We're not a cul-de-sac to us. All the roads always no, led to the Snyder Cut no. anyway. But, so. I mean, the only thing that I guess I really wanted to pinpoint was in hindsight. So, Disney Plus is making them nervous. Good. Yeah. They should be investing in HBO Max. Because in five years from now, Disney Plus is going to take over the entertainment industry anyway. They should be nervous. But this whole thing that, oh, with every movie we come out, there's going to be an HBO Max spinoff. To go along with it. Like, yeah, sure. I'm glad you have a plan for that. I wonder if it's six, six months from now. Yeah. But this comment, man, I got a new one on Twitter. It infuriates me in every sense of the way. I don't care if it's a one-off. Your product hasn't even came out yet. And you're already giving people the notion that it's one and done. How is that a smart business marketing decision that, Oh, this movie that nobody thought was going to happen, the one that's coming in three months from now, guess what? It's going to come, and that's it. Like, no potential, no spinoffs. I'm just like, why would you say that? Because what if it is great? What if what if there are stuff that comes out of it? Then again, they're kicking themselves in the foot, and then they're eating the words like they always do. To say that a street that leads nowhere well, Robert Pattinson's Batman leads nowhere. It leads into his own universe. It's not going nowhere. Probably a bad analogy, but I no. think you guys, I think you guys know what man. I meant. I mean, of course. it just like it just infuriates me because like I'm baffled at like how yet again, like Nico always says, we're burying DC before its arrival. So the narrative hasn't changed clearly. So what do you uh what do you guys think? Listen, um, it's the article is really silly. The article is really silly because this is the, the, this is one example of the five articles that have probably come out since 2017, right? They don't have anything. It's words. It's just words and words mean nothing without action, right? There's, there's no substance and it comes across as this weird ego thing too, because you're investing 70 plus million dollars into the Zack Snyder Justice League comic. If you like the cut and want it and you're listening, so be it. If you hate it and you're listening, just, just, just listen to what I'm saying. That, that doesn't matter. Those two things don't matter. Mm -hmm. 
I'm only talking about what, what I know and how my perception of the world works, which there's enough content in the world to make me think I'm right. You are investing 70 plus million dollars into this property that you are trying to get subscribers for, right? You have a streaming service and you're putting something on it, which means you're putting something on it that you hope people watch. You hope people watch because that means you're getting their money. It's business, it's capitalism, sports, entertainment, whatever. It's all capitalism, even healthcare at times. It's capitalism, all right? There's billboards in New York. There's videos in Texas. There's TV spots. There's, there's, there's ads in papers and comic books. There is a full marketing campaign behind this. And it hasn't even got the full swing yet. Correct. Even if, which is probably true, even if it was the case, there's nothing coming after it. Why would you say that before it comes out? They're not saying there's not going to be an Aquaman 2 or not going to be a Wonder Woman 3. When Suicide Squad was bombing, they didn't say we're done with this. You know, they don't do it. They just don't do that. You do not tell people you have a product coming out and that there's nothing going to come from it. Because what does that communicate? You don't care about the product. Why are you putting it out? (laughs) It sucks. Yeah. Why are you putting it out then? That's so dumb. That is so stupid. And yes, I think people like Walter Hamada and whoever the execs who wrote that article, I genuinely think there is something off there. They, they're smart people because they're in the position, but you can be smart. You can be like a book smart, technical smart person, but just not understand social things, the world, your target audience, etc. Execs are in their positions for reasons, but there's definitely times where execs don't understand their consumers and Warner Brothers does not understand their consumers. But is it all their fault? No, because the audience of DC is ridiculous. Is ridiculous. His comment at the end, yes, is insulting to audiences. And in some reasons, I don't blame him because anything Marvel announces or Star Wars announces gets met with praise and their quote unquote risky things. They could afford to be risky because they have audience loyalty and 11 plus years of decoration to show for it. Right. Yep. Anything they announce. A third of this fan base hates half the fan base hates. People are cheering. Even the people who don't like Toby and Andrew were cheering for Toby and Andrew. Mm. You got people today saying they're not going to see Flashpoint now because Keaton might be the Batman. And if it's not Affleck, we're done. And oh, 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 I'm getting, I'm getting Keaton back. Oh, screw Reeves and Pattinson. Now, now they should have never done those. No one is just happy about having everything at once. We're comic fans, right? I love having six Batman titles, right? Why can't we have two Batman? It's so dumb. It's so silly. DC fans hate each other. It's worse than Star Wars now. It's worse than Spider-Man now because the Mandalorian brought people together. DC has nothing that's going to bring people together. You want to know why? Because the one that was supposed to bring people together just flopped. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Yep. Fandom to me now is a slight embarrassment because you know what's changed since fandom? Nothing. You know what the <laughs> yeah. only development from fandom is the only single one? There's technically two, but you know what the biggest development from fan from fandom was? 
Tell us. One of the few things that you showed us sucked. Yeah. So mm. now my hope for the rest is yeah. down the drain, except for Matt Reeves. Other than the and, Batman. And yeah, why are we excited for Matt Reeves? Because it was a dope trailer, but so were the Wonder Woman ones, because it's Batman. And we will always let Batman go. And you know what? Thank God they at least have a character that we at least have that has the benefit of the doubt till it comes out in March 2022. So yep. at least we know the Batman that that IP, that character is safe until March 2022. Hold Man. on, hold on, hold no. on, hold on. They don't, I, you went already, chill. <laughs> the problem is DC does not have the audience they ever thought they did mm. and they can't get it. The mainstream isn't there. Yep. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Suicide Squad. It's a hardcore 65-35 overseas box office. And I know one of those is a billion-dollar maker, but it's a lot of overseas box office. Yeah. They don't even have the domestic capital. So I was mad days ago because we were about to have a we were gonna have a podcast where we were complaining at the lack of DC content as opposed to everything they gave us. Star Wars and Marvel. And then I read that article and I just watched Twitter today, which I get it as a small subgroup, yeah. but still. And I said, it's cause they can't have a plan. They don't have a plan cause they can't have a plan. Cause when they have a plan, no one likes it enough. Mm. They can't do anything. Okay. And why can't they do anything? Cause the guy you let launch everything was controversial. It all goes back. To it Zach all Snyder. goes back to him. So you know what? It is it's a cul-de-sac. It's a yeah, cul-de-sac. You want to know why? Because it's not a road that leads to nowhere. It's a road that leads back to the problem. Like Thanos says, oh. where did all that bring you? Back to me. I'm someone excited for the Snyder Cut, but I am literally seeing how that made their already insurmountable way of getting a mainstream audience back <laughs> even worse even worse <laughs> it is impossible so here's my solution don't have a plan green light and make whatever you want i am done i am done caring because i saw an audience today they don't even deserve anything they don't even deserve anything we should be jumping for joy at the idea that you know what maybe they're gonna revamp batgirl and mold it into a batman beyond thing guys forget source material source material went out here's, the door in my eyes source yeah. material went out the doors years ago and it frustrates you and me and our friends it frustrates people right it frustrates yeah. me about spider-man i get it and i'm a hypocrite but but it's working for 90 percent of the world and those are the people it needs to work for, unfortunately, to get more of it. You know, there's yeah. none of these 10 Marvel shows without the 11 years. There's none of this Star Wars stuff without the Mandalorian and without maybe the shortcomings of the sequel trilogy. But they have the audience loyalty. DC has no audience loyalty. Because I have a client who's 12 years old, and today he was joking with me. He said that Wonder Woman 84 sucked and DC sucks. That's how you know it's over. That's how you know it's over. No, it's over, man. When a 12-year-old oh, yeah. looks me what in the eye. My, what about my, my and goes, Batman, nephew? 
Oh, Josh, 18, 19 year old. Well, kid. Josh is going to come on the pod and yeah. we're going to have words. <laughs> That's a Wonder different Woman story. He's an, ex- he's an exception. Yeah. He will be. He's going to become a man on this podcast. I'm going to make him a man, on this, a man on this podcast. I'm going to make him a man on this podcast. <laughs> listen, listen. And they need to stop being angry. And Walter Hamada needs to stop being angry that they can't catch up. You got to yeah. own it. You, you, you have to own it. Let it DC, go. Warner Brothers, throw in the towel and just make stuff. Make stuff. Do the multiverse if you want, but if it gets panned, if people don't, just make stuff. Don't force yourself. Now I just want yeah. characters. Now me I just too. want characters. I, I don't care about it connect. I don't care if something comes from the Snyder Cut, great. If not, I don't care. If there's a Flash movie, great. If there's not, I don't care. I don't care anymore. I am done putting stock because we lost. It's over. We lost. I can enjoy whatever I want. DC fandom was this big celebratory thing for DC. And then nothing came from it. Mm. Nothing came from it. Cause there's been no new content. Oh yeah. The only thing we got is a peacemaker show. Green light led by it's John it. Cena, which from a character from a movie, we haven't seen anything of yet. Not even a trailer. I, the, we got the Gotham show lost. It's writer. Ooh. They got them show lost an Emmy Greenland. They forgot about strange adventures. I'm not even sure where that's at. Yeah. I'm not even yeah. sure they remember. Yeah. I mean, I would rather watch Greenlander's only been eight. in development for 10 years. I would rather watch the eighth season of game of Thrones eight times in a row than like get excited about something DC right now. Yeah. And I'm a DC fan. By I'm going to stick to my comic books. I'm going to create my own headcanon of stuff. I like, and that's how I'm going to win as Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. This is me. This is how I win. This is how I'm going to win. I can't put stock in these guys anymore because they don't even have a plan and they shouldn't. But the only thing Warner Brothers needs to do is stop trying. Stop trying to get the mainstream back. Stop trying to convince people that DC's cool or whatever. The mainstream, you're going to have to earn it at some point and you ain't going to earn it until um, – yeah, like until the world explodes. So, <laughs> because now not only do you got Marvel, you got Star Wars is the yeah. biggest thing in the world again. Oh man! And you know what? It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a it shame. Hurts. It hurts. Well, yeah. actually, I mean, I'm pumped for the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, but, no, no, of course, I'm but, not saying that. But you know what? God bless the MCU because at least I have something to watch starting January 15th from now until I'm yeah. 96 years old. Yeah. Like, so be it. Yeah. So be it. And you know what? It's because they earned it and they did it the right way. Consequences, right? Action and consequences. Yep. They tried to play catch up in 2016. It worked for me personally. Didn't work for the world. And when you're them, you should have aimed for the world, not me. <sighs> Mr. C, take it over, man. All right. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, followers, I, I, I want to massage <laughs> the shoulders of, of Batman because Man, he carries everything on his shoulders, man. He literally does they, keep the lights on at Warner Brothers. Nikki Z, we got the one guy, the Batman one man. and Bugs, Karen Warner Brothers. Man, I tell you what, man, <laughs> I give that I give Bugs all the carrots he wants, and I tell that Batman, listen, man, you are you are the goat, you are the best because you single handedly, you single handedly carry the torch, my man. You know, and it's a beautiful thing. But look, um. Let's go right to the Snyder thing. So here's the thing. So it all goes back. Now here, listen. I've said this a thousand times before. I am looking forward to the Snyder cut. I thoroughly enjoyed BVS, the ultimate cut. 
and I did enjoy Man of Steel. I always hated the third act. I've watched it again a couple times, and it grows on me. Those movies age very well for me. I can live with it. I think they were revolutionary a little bit ahead of its time. Sure. I'm not so sure why they got so panned the way they did. I, I understand a little bit of it. Having said that, well, because they weren't like the other. That's still not the Justice League or the Superman or the Batman that I wish we would have got. I wish. I don't know if we said that in our time travel episode or not or whatever, but I yes. probably wish I could have gone back in time and I, got and got someone besides Zach to do it. I'm, I'm sorry. Don't I, get I mad at me, yeah. please, because I do respect Zach and I do like his Elseworlds take and all that. But unfortunately, what has transpired is this. You want your filmmakers to have their own creative integrity and you don't want to interfere with them. Here's the problem with that. We, when we say that, that's what we want. That's what they need to do. We, we shake our hands and we're like, yeah, don't interfere. Leave the studio alone. There's a problem with that. And it's the same old thing. Marvel had Kevin Feige. DC needed someone to be watching over Zach's back a little bit. And they could have tweaked those movies in subtle ways that I think they could have done much better. He could have deconstructed the characters, but still left them not so to the fact that they alienated the mainstream audience. Okay. That's on Warner brothers. It's not on Zach. Zach is a filmmaker. He had a vision. I respect it. And I'm damn looking forward to seeing him finish this thing out. Okay. It all goes back to Warner brothers, not having a QB, a quarterback. That's why we're sitting here now still rehashing this shit and talking about it over and over again. Shame on Warner Brothers, not Zack Snyder. Don't pick on Zack Snyder. I know a lot of people don't like his 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 take, but that's on Warner Brothers. Okay, now you did all that for him to get his cut back to use it. It's already in the can. We're going to spend a hundred million dollars with marketing, and then we're going to come out there and we're going to really fire up and alienate the core base that probably brought all the HBO subscriptions. And we're going to tell these people that it's a one and done. Even if it is, why would you do that? Where, where is the, the what only, did you do? Karen? Karen, what did you, what did do? you do? They weren't going to find it. They weren't going to know. They flushed some good fellas. They flushed all the cocaine down the toilet. We had the subscribers, Karen. We had the money, Karen. Like we what? had the zaddies. No. no. If are they being coy? What was that? I hope if, not. If there was that intentionally done to fire up people to be like, oh my god, we better subscribe to HBO Max because if we can gather the armies and get more and make this thing a rousing success, then we'll get more. I'm so freaking confused. I said this before. If it is, they, they should hire the group that does the marketing for Taco Bell. For the nacho fries. The, for the nacho that fries with Steve from Stranger that Things. The people, but Taco Bell's always had superior marketing. They have fire marketing, bro. Like <laughs> they are unbelievable. I want to call Walter Hamada now and say, listen, whoever the people are that handle the PR for Taco Bell. Because it's an IP, it's food, it's 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 similar to the movies, right? You, it, right? Like hire those people and let them get to the forefront and let them promote your characters. So, guys, 
at the end of the day, it's not about Affleck. It's not about Keaton. But Keaton's coming back. It's about these heads of the studio, Warner Brothers. Nobody, they thought coming off Nolan because they gave him everything. And that was their mistake was that they thought like if they just trust the right guy, they don't need to be involved. These are characters that have 80 years of history behind them that somebody needs to be in there and say, hey, you know, maybe. And again, I'm not saying this for myself. Maybe we shouldn't have Batman holding a gun there or maybe we shouldn't do this. You know, kids are going to watch this movie. Yeah, you want to do an adult take on him, right? right. You want, you know, maybe Superman shouldn't snap. I look, I get it. Maybe he shouldn't snap Zod's neck. Maybe there'd be a different way like Zach. I want to do it this way. Yeah, but I said Zach, take him to a cornfield yeah. and everybody laughed at yeah, me. Yeah, you know, and then you could have <laughs> had this because he was such a great character. You could have used him again, right? Yeah. I know they used him for Doomsday. I understand that. So, so it's all Warner Brothers. They are the ones to blame. It's no different than any business. If you if you let your employees do what they want and there's an error or a mistake or the public doesn't like what you did or your customer gets mad, that's on you. Somebody, this is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, arguably three of the most iconic fictional characters in the history of the world. Where is Superman? You have to be very careful. (laughs) You can have a gentleman have artistic creativity and his vision, but somebody's got to be there reining that creativity in a little bit. It's no different than a chef at a restaurant that wants to go crazy and you know, add accentuate dishes that, you know, maybe, yeah, that sounds good, but do we really want, you know, sardines on our burgers? You know, do we really want anchovies? It, You know what I mean? Like you're going mm-hmm. for it. I get it. I applaud the filmmakers. I never want to restrain anybody, but when you're dealing with these IPs, these characters, just like Marvel did, you have to make it be at a certain level to where, you're not looking to turn off. That's what that. So earlier, you're 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 so right, Dad. You're so right. Like so, what I was saying earlier is like I also want to like reclarify. I'm not when when I say like the DC fans like we don't deserve. I'm saying that because of what he just said. Like it's so divided, right? It's so divided that there isn't. It's so divided that there isn't anything they can do to bring everyone back. You know I what I mean? Know. It's just going to dig heels. There's going to be heels dug in on the three, four, five sides there is. And that will not change. That will not change until there's a definitive ending to something. And what we saw is it's the age of nostalgia now where you bring everyone back. So, like, it's their hands are so tied and they need to understand. But what's it. funny about it, and I don't mean is that it really was their idea to bring everybody back. And then Fahey beat him. Fahey beat him to the punchline yeah. again. Well, why? Because Come their on. movies are ready to go. They're ready to go. They're and ready they to go. The audience and they're loyalty. filming and they've got the they, audience loyalty. And they have audience loyalty. How do you like that? So It's your idea and your competition steals it and one-ups you on it. And it's, it's like it's like two guys designing a car, right? With a, with a special feature. You had the idea first, but you're not set up in production to get that car out first and your competition is going to get it out first. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Once again, you're going to be, you're going to be lagging behind and you know, it's just, it's frustrating, but I would, I agree with Nico. 
how do you beat this? You don't. You just put you just so make, much content out now. You just make movies and shows. You literally do, Nick Z, what I said. Sit in the sit in the drawing room with the whiteboard. Throw a bunch of shit up there. Say, yeah, we got the we got X amount of dollars. Why don't we do this, that, and the other thing? And if it all works fine, if some of it works fine, if none of it works, hey, you tried. But like Nico said, Disney set up for the next gazillion years. Let's just talk Marvel to produce Marvel series. Oh my god. Right now, HBO Max still, besides the Peacemaker, has nothing out there concrete. Marvel gives you that we're in a pandemic. You could say, oh, well, we're in a pandemic. You know, you can't film. You can't do this. Marvel comes out with shows with the, with the actors and actresses that are going to play the roles <laughs> with the concept and with target dates. And we're still developing the concept for Green Lantern. We're still looking for a writer for GC, for Gotham City Police, D, whatever the hell that Titans, is. Titans, Doom Patrol. Well, that's but that's been out Just there, Nikki. That's out there. Well, yeah, no, know. I get what you're People saying. But that Titans stuff, anyway. that stuff that we know is out there. Yeah. But but no where date, are all these no other projects? I mean, yeah, they're just always behind. They're just always mm-hmm. lagging, and they're trying to sound cool, and it it they're making fools of themselves. Yeah, they don't have faith because they don't. They know they don't have the audience, but they don't accept it. They keep trying, and that's why, like, why they didn't try to fast track the Flash or whatever get there's pandemic and everything but like dude Sp- spider-man's gonna be out next december in less than a year now it's 11 and dr months. strange dr strange you got right into it you know it's it's so winter cool. soldier and falcon you know i don't like having Loki, trails, but right? it's so cool i it's mean so we cool. are going to have disney content marvel content this all year pretty much two weeks from what's today the fifth yeah in yeah. 10 days we're gonna have marvel content from going forward forever until i'm 100 that's right <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it's impressive and it's sorry to the listeners for another rant show, but you know what? It's, I mean, I have to imagine most of y'all feel the same way. Well, we yeah. see it on Twitter. We see it. Yeah. You know? And, and we have such this cool following that we got some, you know, hardcore Snyders who love us. Mm-hmm. We got some, you know, people who don't, which is awesome. And I almost wish our listeners were reflective of like, the mainstream and we were wb and we can say whatever we want and you guys will be like you know what i dislike this but you know it's content and there's going to be more and you, you, we put out more content than warner brothers does for dc you, you, know, what I, you know what i mean you know what i'm most angry of is that they they that first of all it was a tragedy what happened to zach mm. with his daughter now maybe he was going to walk away from the film maybe he wasn't Maybe it would have been cathartic for him to stay on the film, and they—they're the ones that forced him out. I don't. We're never going to know the whole story. If they would have just put out his movie at that point, we would have been so much further ahead now. At least the closure, because it would have closed. It would have went on, and we probably would have got rebooted projects and things announced. But because they're putting it out now, it's like Nick said: the Thanos thing. Everything comes back to me. They actually stepped back. They took one step forward and two steps backwards. Now. The anomaly in all this is this thing could come out and it could be a masterpiece and it could lead to something. I still have a hard time thinking you're going to get all these actors back for anything. I mean, can I see a spinoff of something? Sure. I just, at this point, have a hard time, no matter how big and successful it is. And I know people are going to say, well, if the money's there, maybe, maybe not. I don't just want it to be good. Yeah. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. talking about a future though. Justice League too. Yeah. 
you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens because I'm not going to be sitting here and not even enough to tell you that, that they're not going to look at that, but I don't know, man. I, I don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing and it's their fault. Yeah. Can I make a hard segue? Yeah. A hard segue to uh, salvage this. Please do. So you know how like Spider-Man three is trying to get everyone. If I'm them now, I'm just on purpose trying to get as many people in Flashpoint as I can. I mean, I, I want the cage Superman. Yeah. I want, you know, what would be hilarious? Can they get Joseph Gordon-Levitt as uh, John Blake Batman to show up? Can they get, cool. can yeah. they get, um, what's, what, 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 what was another, ca- get the cast of Justice League Mortal George oh Miller's Why let not? them show up, right? Why not get uh Army Hammer, Hammer get DJ Cortana, <laughs> get um Adam Brody, get what's her name who's gonna play Wonder Woman? Uh I forget. But... Get common actually just let common be John Stewart anyway. Um mm-hmm. you know, I I I I just well, give content, light the Green Lantern show. Give us Static Shock and Batgirl tomorrow. Uh, uh, do do the Affleck show if you want. I mean, I don't think they're going to. I don't think he even wants to. Um, uh, do, that's the thing that bothers do me. Do Blue that, Beetle. Do Booster Gold. Just do I, it. Just do it. I think there's a strong section of people that think that Warner Brothers is stopping Ben from being Batman. And I think if Ben really wanted to be Batman, they'll announce something. It'll happen. But there's a strong, there's a lot of people out there think that like Keaton's replacing him and they're like shoving him off to the side. I don't no, think that's the case, you know, it, while we're on Snyder, let's just talk about, cause I watched the Farouk, I watched the Faruqi, um, Zoomcast, oh, yeah. the, Farou- the, Farou- the Faruqi brothers with Zach. And I just, I had a couple things mm-hmm. Then we could put the Snyder thing to bed, you know? So these guys were really good. Um, the first half hour was a lot of repetitive, the same kind of stuff over and over again. It was boring, but then it finally got good. So Zach did admit that he has no current plans right now that are in the works to yeah. continue this thing. That's having said that, he also said, I never thought I'd be sitting in this chair talking yeah, to you now like about things, the cut. things. Okay. Yeah. He, he said he wound up filming two things, which I found interesting. I thought it was just the one scene with Jared Leto, but he actually wound up filming two different scenes. Those are the only two things that he filmed that are not part of the original cut. Hmm. Um, I'm speculating that the thing that he wanted to do, the third would have been the Martian Manhunter thing. I don't know if he was able to pull that off. Okay. It doesn't sound like that, but that's just me kind of speculating on it. Um, I also found it interesting that he did admit he had a five picture arc and we're not going to get the ultimate classic Superman in this movie. See, that was my worry. Okay. That's my he, worry. he said that verbatim. That's my worry. Not okay. that you're not going to, not that yeah. you're not going to get Superman in red and blue and not that you're not going to get, you know, some mm. closure and the Superman you want, but the Superman, he said that everybody wants kind of like the one that's the throwback that Superman was going to be in the final picture or even the one that was in the other movie. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. The black suit has a definite purpose. It's not just in there to be in there. He would never do that. He says, I think I misled some people before it's got, it's got a a definite reason why it's there. And he goes, and there's a definite reason why he goes, yeah, I'm in this black suit. 
and now I go back to the red and the and the blue suit. So I found that I thought that was interesting. He also admitted that the studio did come in and meddle and that they had to make more comedy and that they had to change some things. So in this, this was one or the no before, before before. So that's why he he I'm praised not- HBO Max. He said HBO Max has been one hundred percent supportive. They have let him do whatever he wants to do. So it seems to me like forget about Hamada and the unnamed WB executive that said it's a cul-de-sac. There seems to be a good relationship between him and the powers that be at HBO Max. Yeah, but then um, Ray Fisher supported Joss Whedon. Okay, well, Ben Affleck would have been an ape on the ground yeah, for Matt Reeves. Right, so. right, right. No, I understand <laughs> that. I understand that. I know. Friggin' tomato. Um, friggin he tomato. also said that um, he's still not ready to admit whether it's it's four episodes or one movie. That's the bizarre. It's coming thing. soon. That's it's coming bizarre. soon. I I think the marketing's going to start. That's bizarre. The end of it's bizarre to me why they just won't give us that. So he yeah. he wouldn't. We couldn't get that out of him. But it's bizarre okay. why they won't um, do the four. They asked him about streaming and what happened with Wonder Woman. And and he he's a filmmaker. He's on the theater side. He was a little bit vague about that. Talked out of both sides of his mouth a little bit. Didn't really give a definitive answer. True. But definitely leans more towards, obviously, the theatrical cut and, and theaters and all that kind of stuff. So, really, that was really the crux of his interview. Um. Again, some things I thought were interesting, but yet we still don't know. The movie is 99% done. He's got about 100 shots left to finish, which he says can be done in a couple of days. Okay. So it's done. And, uh, you know, he seems extremely proud. He, he seems very, very much that, that the base Vindicated, like I'm it. sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, like I say this to everybody, we know that in, in, in the Snyder verse in the Snyder movement there's always going to be a couple of bad apples there's always going to be some divisive people but you know at the end of the day they did raise over five hundred thousand dollars oh it's a wonderful cause and they saved a lot of lives so he's he's very much that's why like when people are looking for Zach to come out and I think condemn people or stuff I think he's kind of up and beyond and takes himself over that maybe he sees it there but the good far outweighs the bad, I think, as far as this is concerned, mm-hmm. like with any fan base or whatever. And some of that shit is intolerable. I'm not saying that there's some real bad apples and there's some things that aren't that definitely are not right. Once again, um, that's it. You know, I don't know. You know, we're sitting here talking about him again. I, I don't know how many more things I want to see him on. At this point, I've said it before. I just want to see the movie at this point. I just want mm-hmm. them to announce it. I want to know the format. Is but, this uh, the same stream where he showed the Wonder Woman holding the heads? And yes. The, and the so there more. was a picture. Uh, no, I, I don't even. Want yeah, to we don't want to get that's, into that right now. You know, nonsense. So, um, so I mean, wherever you guys, wherever you guys want to go you, from there, what you said just sounds like it's going to be controversial already. If what you, if what you just said to me right now about Superman ends yeah, up being true. It's, that is not going to bode well with the vast majority. I mean, it's already going to be it. It'll probably be hit or miss for me. I probably going to love it because I understand what he's going for. But that just it sounds like it's going to be very divisive. Yeah. So, I um, wonder if, it, if it won't, if the, the theatrical cut will be more of of what we got in that Superman. You that, know what I mean? That's 
that, yes. that might be more closer to the Superman. That's and yeah. then we don't get that in this one, you know, like that's my fear. Like if I was those guys, I would have asked them a little deeper, a little more. And I, I might've got into a little bit more. Is there a Superman Batman moment? But again, I look, it is what it is guys. I mean, it is what that it was is. the biggest revelation that came out of that thing to me was that, you know, that Superman was coming but it was going to be like in the fifth movie. And it won't ever. It is what it is. Maybe um, that's right, Mr. Cavill. That's interesting. You know, it hasn't been. Bro. Even though oh. he was there for the opening day when they announced it. but you Because know. he was hoping he was going to get another shot. No, yeah. it's not going to happen. Which, um, if, here's, the, uh, if reports are true, he has a chance, but we'll see. <laughs> here's, here's what I'm going to personally close with. I love DC so much. Um, it hurts me yes. that. Th- that this if you're a diehard marvel first fan and a big mcu fan you're you're so thankful me as a star wars fan i am as most thankful as i've ever been as a star wars fan now because they're trying to give us so much it's not oversaturation it's one of the most legendary ips of all time keep it going forever it should be star wars should live on kids t- 10 15 years from now should be able to pick up star wars and love it they should be able to do that for DC, but they can't, and they won't. So. I'm so excited for our show in 2021. We got so much cool stuff coming. I genuinely mm-hmm. mean that. My father, I love you to death, Zenik. I love you to death. Um, mm-hmm. We are going to try to be our resolution is going to just be not angry about DC anymore. Yeah, this and we're just going to embrace. Yeah, and love what does DC have to show for other than the Dark Knight nothing, trilogy, guys? Nothing, uh, nothing, nothing. Some nothing. some some good Superman films with. With, with Richard Donner and Chris Reeve? The he DVD sales. What it has to show Batman films. Is, huh? is the DVD sales of Man of Steel. Green Lantern, yes, that's also Green Lantern, Bob. Yeah, Superman see, Returns, like, that's another example. Bob. I mean, I'm just over it. I'm just like, they what need, do they have to show for? I don't know if it has to be Jim Lee. I don't know if it has to be. A lot of people are saying... uh. They want Venditti to be the guy. They need a guy. They need a guy to tell them what to do, but they're not going to do that. Because the beauty of what Kevin Feige does is Kevin Feige, as much as he's the eye and the ear, he listens to. Like when Taika told him what he needed to do to make Thor cool and it worked. But then he also told him, you can do that with Thor, but you still have to work this in. So that that this leads to this. And that's that's what makes that work. I don't like half those movies, half of them. I love three or four of them are legendary to me, but you cannot deny that that is the formula that the mainstream audience likes the cohesiveness, Mm -hmm, the tying mm -hmm, the shared mm -hmm. universe. And I agree with Nick, man. I think DC, I don't know guys. I, they're going to throw, I want to be selfish and say, just make all the characters I want to see do the justice society and black Adam, you know, let's get give me Hawkman. Let's just get them all. And then, and then, you know, who knows, maybe three, four years from now we're talking. It's like, wow, you know, DC had a Renaissance. They're uh they're not conventional way kind of worked at some point. Yeah. Um, Nikki, how do you feel personally about the Michael Keaton thing? Mm. And that, that it would lead to possibly a Batgirl beyond and she would kind of be like they would kind of be the two of them, the Batman in the in the Justice League. Terry. No. 
Like seriously, I mean, Terry, just, just call her Terry. T E R I. Terry's a neutral name, brother. I have a friend um, named Terry, and she's awesome. So I already got, <laughs> I already got a little emotionally heated with this with somebody because, and I think the point was misconstrued a little bit. Everything's fine, but who'd you fight with? I'm, I, I <laughs> just, yeah. Um, I like Keaton coming back. Because I think it's one of the only things that could actually bring universal praise to this DC franchise. Because say what you will, but everybody loves Keaton, right? Everybody loves 89. They love 92. Um, but Keaton coming back for a Batgirl movie. As much as I would love it to be Terry McGinnis, you guys know, it's the only thing I've ever wanted Warner Brothers to give me other than a proper Justice League movie. There's a part of me that wishes that it would have came organically and for them to just do Batman Beyond. Because when, when they tell me, oh, well, Keaton's going to be Earth One and he's going to take over Affleck, but he's going to mentor Batgirl. But I'm like, all right, so if Pattinson's going to be a younger Batman on Earth Two, you're going to have a younger Batgirl on Earth One. I would have personally much rather than just be Terry McGinnis on like Earth One. And just have a completely different Batman with Keaton riding on Earth 1. And then Earth 2 is Pattinson. It's different. It's not, nothing else to it. But to have a whiff off of like Batman Beyond in the Batgirl, I'm more for it than people may think. Because I think Batgirl is such a great character. I think the mentorship that Keaton can bring to it, I think is great. And I think you can take it in so many ways. But the part that I don't like is, and this is why I think they're putting on on HBO Max, is Batgirl Beyond. I think the Beyond concept that they're going to throw with Batgirl is what's risky to them. Because to just do a solo Batgirl film, that's not risky. But if you're going to do Batgirl Beyond, to me, that's a little risky. Because then you're pleasing one side of the fan base, but you're kind of really disrupting a larger side of the fan base, at least to me. That's how I see it. Hopefully yeah, that makes sense. I agree with you, you know, and I, you know, again, I always look at us like we, we know so much, but I, I try to think of the mainstream, like, you know, I try to think of like what they're doing is the mainstream going to buy it. And and maybe they will. Cause a lot of the mainstream doesn't know Batman beyond. I mean, they don't, I, they don't you know, so they're just going to think it's a different version of Batgirl. Maybe. I don't know. Um, it's it's like I said, I, I think Keaton brings some credibility to him, but be careful if you think Keaton alone can save the uh the universe. Cause I, I, I don't I don't, like I don't the mean Nick Fury thing too. Either. Yeah, and I don't mean this and I don't want anybody to get mad at me, but you know, Michael Keaton is a great actor. I loved him in, in Batman in eighty nine, but at the end of the day, you know, he's 67 68 years old i mean guy's gonna be 70 by the yeah time i mean like out. i just i just don't know that his presence alone is a not to save everything and make everything credible and, and and believable um you know i'm just so skeptical of anything that they're doing that i've got to take myself out of the is this as good as marvel or well, the guy down the block like this and just start watching the stuff and appreciate it. I got to get that chip off my shoulder because, you know, on this podcast, you know, I think people listen, but I do love Marvel. I love Marvel comics. And 
Hmm. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan and Avengers fan. And I, and I don't like Marvel did stray from a lot of the source material too. And they got away with it, you know, but it seems like when DC strays from the source material, they get crucified for it. You know, it It doesn't make any sense, but again, the, the plan and everything that they, that they laid out and implemented was far superior. And, you know, you just can't, you can't, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and they just couldn't catch Marvel in, a year DC or two. doesn't even no. have the right building blocks. No, <laughs> that's the thing, man. Yeah. They don't even, I, dude, it's all the audience. They keep ordering it's, all the wrong stuff, guys. It's yeah. all the <laughs> audience buying and the loyalty that they just unfortunately don't have. So maybe, but that's my thing. Like maybe I, I think the key thing is awesome in a way too. Cause he kind of started it all in 89, mm. you know, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, Christopher Reeves is in a And I think I you think know, the spin, I think this Batgirl spin is better. There's clearly not going to be a Batman where we see her go from the sidekick and everything. It's no. going to have to be this different. It just has to be. And yeah. I don't think Reeves is doing a Bat family. So if you want this character, it's got to be this way. And you know what? It could be cool. You know, I know Barbara has a great story. Hmm. Arguably, Cassandra Kane has as good of a story, but she's yeah. been used yeah um <laughs> you can make it a different version of terry a female version of terry i think it could Which be is cool. what they're probably gonna do <laughs> i think it could be cool you make a new character of this new relationship with a charming great actor legend that michael keaton is it can be cool yeah and no it's not gonna feel like the karate kid or whatever it, it can be cool if you make it emotional if you make it good People should like it. I think a female Batman character is a home run. I actually think you might have more of a benefit of the doubt from it than Wonder Woman 84 because you're going to get clearly these Bat characters in the Bat world are the only ones who have a little bit of leeway. You know what I mean? (laughs) So... You you got to try something. You have to try something, though. Now, because your home run just struck out, which is Gal and Patty. Yeah. And that yeah, is, who knows, that who is knows still what, what Jason will do in Aquaman. If they even make that movie. Yeah, if yeah. it's not even being if filmed. they even make you know? that movie, dude. That's the disheartening thing is that these projects seem, they announce them, but they're so far away. You well, know? well, wait, guys, wait. Jason has to do uh, Frosty the Snowman first. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. And that's when yeah. he'll do Aquaman. I you mean, know, guys, I, I genuinely think that, sorry to cut you off, but I, oh. you, you kind of said it on the last one. I mean. To kind of coincide with our points here, I genuinely think that most people go into these DC movies and they just think they're going to see a bad movie. Like, the preconceived notions just kind of already there for me. I mean, I don't know if I'm way off on that or if it I'm... It starts with like, the critics, Nick. Yeah. It starts right away with the, with, the, with the movie critics who go in and they know all the turmoil. And, you know, we're sitting here and, and the one word that's... The one thing that's popping into my mind right now when I think of the DCEU is confusion. Yep. And you know, you could try to say the multiverse explains all that. Nick, mm-hmm. Z, it's confusing. To the regular person, I mean, I'm a I'm a diehard and even I scratch my head to try to figure out exactly where all these things take place and how they're going to tie them together. So, you know, and confusion makes for um a bad story. Yeah. It, it causes doubt going in. It, it, huh? What's going on? Oh, he's Batman. Wait, isn't that what happened to F? What? I don't know. I don't know. I think well, part of me wonders if they shouldn't have just rebooted everything. You know, well, I mean, another thing too is it's like the Batman hasn't even came out yet. And it's already like, oh, well, Keaton's going to come back as Batman. He's going to ride on this earth. 
Not yeah. even before the Batman even comes out. We're already riding Pattinson off in the sunset. I mean, you know what's funny? If Wonder Woman won and Aquaman didn't do well, they're the anomalies in this whole thing. They're the anomalies. They are the anomalies. Those two movies did so well they the that anomalies. they that those people were able to say because if both those movies did less than stellar, all this would be done. We would everything would be re- rebooted and we go on. And and you know what? It started with I, Nick. I got to bring this up. I know we're going to close out, but I I I we mm-hmm. don't talk about this guy enough, and he is the linchpin, and he is one of the goats and stuff. But how Superman is still. Um, and I know, and I know we're getting the show Superman and Lois. But don't get me wrong. That's not but how he's not part of the, it's yeah. some plan. And I know JJ again, maybe we do this pod. Maybe news will break tomorrow and JJ Abrams will announce uh, his man of steel project, but yeah. it really is disheartening how there's just not, there's just Where? nothing <laughs> concrete yet, except innuendo and some rumors and, this or that, and the whole thing with Cavill is crazy too. I, I almost wish they would just say he's, and we know Steven's got the big thing on the seventh, right? We got to give a plug out. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Yeah, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna certainly retweet and help him, and yeah. he's, and he's gonna. Yeah. Um, what day is know, that? Thursday. It's Thursday. Yeah, I save that. So. Right. It's the Henry Cavill. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. You're a Superman guy. You got to be Nick. You got to be just right. I'm just. I'm tired of the mystery with this. You know. I mean. Cavill's either in or he's out. If he's out, start over. You gotta have Superman. Like enough is enough. We haven't made we haven't really made a financially and commercially successful Superman movie ever. It has never happened. And this is a character that's been around longer than Batman. Am I right? Yeah. We can't make him work? I know he's tricky, but where's Superman? But like, is he tricky? I don't even think he is tricky. I think they, the whole problem was there was four years of culmination with the Avengers, right? Mm -hmm. Then people saw Superman are like, oh, we're going to get the same thing for DC. And you got this really real dark challenged version. Then people were like, okay, but now here's Batman and Wonder Woman. And it's this dark, challenged, rushed project, which we all like, but I get I get why every single person who hates BVS, I understand it completely. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I just really like it, but that's because I've have so many versions of these characters through comics, through video games, etc., that like my head canon is very flexible. True. Which is not I'm not better than anyone, but when no. I saw this dark version of Superman, I go, Oh, that's pretty cool. You when I saw yeah. when I saw Affleck similar to a Frank Miller Batman, I said, Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, when I saw the warrior-esque Wonder Woman, I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, when I saw a different version of Lex, I said, Oh, that's kind of cool. I also like Jesse Eisenberg a lot, so I'm biased, but but the mainstream went. This isn't like the Avengers. They're, yeah. they're like just the they're just right. the other version of the Avengers, and there's some cool characters, and they all kind of blow, mm-hmm. you know. And then whatever happened with Justice League happened with Justice League, and the critics were tired of it. And then the mainstream was like, ah, eh, because we didn't really like the last one, so we don't like this one either. 
but the best version of, of 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 Superman ever is in that ending of Justice League. It is. It is. We <laughs> in, have, my, in my opinion, have, in my really humble it opinion, it is. It's I it's mean, it's it's always cut. in the theatrical cut. In I the, love when yeah. he comes back at the end. I love yeah. the last twenty minutes of yeah. the theatrical cut. I absolutely love. He's fantastic. In He's it. He really so is. great. He's so great. Now with his mom, y'all can't see what Zanuck is doing, but it's hilarious. He is great though, uh, but yes. <laughs> Is this guy bothering you? Like he's so it's awesome. He man. calls the flash slow Yeah, right, right. I mean, but you know, I, I will say this, guys. If uh people don't think that WB is is kind of getting a new pair of shorts from everything that Disney is doing, especially with that Spider-Man movie, they're only kidding themselves. Oh, I can't oh they're they're Warner Brothers is nervous yeah. right now. They are nervous because yeah. yet again, they get beat to their own idea. And there's nothing that they can do because they're going to do Spider-Verse. Everyone's going to love it. And it doesn't matter who or what DC does, unfortunately. Marvel just keeps on winning. Listen, they got shareholders to answer to. Their shareholders are going to be like, what in the world are you guys doing here? Yep. You know? And I mean, look, I'm at a point. I'm at a point in time where this is going to sound really crazy to you guys, but. I would blow it all up right now. No, I'm at a point in time where. Well, maybe you talk. Story. Maybe you talk to the Russo. Maybe you start going over to the other side. Yeah, why not? And you talk to the you Russo know brothers. Heavy, you know, maybe you talk to Peyton. Why Reed, not? Why not? And you say, why "Listen, not? you sit him in a room and you go, what did we do wrong with these characters? And do you even want to attempt it? Listen, sometimes you got to join them. You know, I I said in one of the podcasts, I I wouldn't even care if Disney brought DC." You know, I mean, I don't, I don't care at this point because, you know, like it, it just, it, it just really doesn't matter anymore. Um, I'm not trying to win the race anymore. I'm not trying to win the world series. I'm not trying to convince mainstream people that DC's better than my, I'm not, I'm just looking for some kind of continuity that makes a little bit of sense. And the multiverse is cool. But let's be honest, they're using that to try to save everything and keep someone in their spot here, keep someone in their spot there. And Nobody Marvel actually stole it from them probably and is going to do it much cooler oh, and God. carry it out, and, and it's going to be more legendary. So, yeah, it's – um. We'll see, guys. We'll see. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the heavy – I'm I'm real quick, and then we'll close sure. is I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Dude, I, I wouldn't even be mad if they got Faggy. Because the heavy rumor, Star Wars. he already is. Oh, is that's he? the okay, heavy okay. rumor. The heavy okay. rumor is he didn't create anything like the way Favreau and Filoni always did the, the Mandalorian. But the heavy rumor that they'll never admit that a lot of the Star Wars people know because there's like a Star Wars in the know that like yeah. transcends all this DC, the Marvel. They don't care about it. There's a Star Wars in the know. And the big rumor is Kennedy and Lucasfilm went to Fagy and said, how do we make this work and get the fan base went? And he said, give them what they want and then expand and interconnect. So launch with the Mandalorians, your hit, launch people off from it, create a store on it. And then have some shows that tie in, have some come before some that come later and then reset and do the movies in a couple years. And they did it. So apparently, and I think he's going to be a producer on both Taika's and Patty's. So Mm -hmm. like it's, the the heavy rumor is there's people who are like I'm telling you they went to him and he told them how to navigate yeah. Star Wars and it worked. Maybe Walter's got to call Kevin. 
I would love to see Kevin Fahey in like a flash or a a Superman hat one day (laughs) at a press conference. You want to know why he gets it and he gets the audiences. Or maybe Kevin and Kevin and Jim should butt heads a little bit here. He gets the source and he gets the audience. And Warner Brothers don't understand either of those. And that's the problem. Hashtag Kevin Fahey to DC. Tomorrow. Now. No. I'm calling him. I'm yeah, calling him. You know, if I'm Hamada, I'm, it, I'm calling it, it, him. It, so, like, so, like, even when Jeff Johns tried to be that guy, he's really a comic book writer, and Jim Lee, they're a little bit... <laughs> They're a little bit over their heads, Nixie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And trying to kind of fulfill that role, I think, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I think sometimes you take very talented, creative people like that and then try to put them in an environment where maybe they don't quite get it and know how you know, not everybody knows how to work with filmmakers either, you know. Kevin Fahey certainly does, you know. But you know, John Favreau, I mean, Jesus Christ, I would love to see oh, him. He should do soup. Do stuff. What, what he's that the guy accomplished in three months alone is just yeah. remarkable. He's the he's the rightful director for soups, is John Favreau. He's the rightful director for Superman, yeah. is John Favreau. I didn't think of that. He's the rightful director. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. He's the rightful guy. They'll never do know, that, but that should, you know, that should be what they do. Yeah. You know it's funny too with DC too, like with their Easter eggs and stuff like some of them are like too hidden where Marvel just kind of gives you everything right out into the open, you know, it's obvious and there, but you know what? That's, that's what people want, you know, with those mm-hmm. credit scenes, they were masters with those. Oh God. And the awesome. credit scenes. They're I mean, awesome. you know, and then DC's like, we're not going to do those. You know, I mean, those were like more people want to go see those movies <laughs> that were like very average and stay for the after credit scene. Yeah, because it was a cool to thing. lead to that because you're always looking for the next thing. You're always looking for where does this lead to? How do they connect it? You know, so I, I mean, yeah, the, you know, you know what Warner Brothers post credit scenes are, right? The HBO Max shows. Yeah, those are the those are their post credit yeah. scenes. All those shows, Peacemaker. That's the post credit scene for I the Suicide so. Squad. We don't even have a trailer, and that movie's coming out. And if it I even don't know even if it yet. even hits its August date, we'll hold see. on though. It's going to be nuts, though, and the action's great, and it's going to be wild, and it's the best cast I've worked with. And, There's a lot of blood. And, and, and the only guy who could have made this film was James Gunn. How many months is it away? Like seven, eight months or what? Or something yeah, like that? I like don't care. Seven, eight months. I don't where, even care. Where's the what, are, what are you going to do? Give us three trailers in two months? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys. Uh, let's, uh, let's put a let's bow on this one. Yep. So, uh, any any closing thoughts? Anything you guys want to plug? Let's uh let's do it. Go ahead, son. What do you got? You guys got marquee. Um, you got you guys are you guys are really all over the board now. Come on. We're like Kevin Feige. You're like Kevin uh, Feige. Right okay. Like so how do you connect it all now? How are you guys connecting here? <laughs> so uh you could follow me at Nico Caruso. That's at N-I-K-K-O-C-A-R-U-U-S-O. You could either be super kind to me or you could be mean. It's okay, I'll take it either way because I deserve both. Um what you can look out for from me personally, uh, my written review late last week for my Rainey's black bottom just went up also because Mr. Zenick and I are both film and TV writers for the let's go podcast and the let's go podcast network. We also have our own show right now called let's go marquee, which is the official film and TV extension of the let's go podcast. We cover films. We review films and television shows our show of our top five films of 2020, our top five television television shows of 2020 and a whole bunch of honor honorable mentions that show is out today because 
when this episode drops, it will be the day that show comes out. So go to the Let's Go podcast on Apple, Spotify, et cetera, Podbean, wherever, and you will see that show. It will be episode number three. What you can look for for me late next week is two things. Um, I am doing my comic review debut for Tom King's Vision in anticipation of WandaVision, the first MCU show on Disney+, Plus, which I will always be covering for the next nine weeks. We found out it's nine episodes, one more than they said it would be. That was a cool surprise today. Uh, so that's everything I'm doing. And I also do a video game podcast for the Let's Go Network with um, Emmett Davis called Let's Go Gamers. We have five episodes out and we're looking to do one either next week or the following week on something like Cyberpunk or Spider-Man, Miles Morales. So if you play those games, stay tuned for that. Love y'all. Peace. Dad, what you got? I'm just lurking right now. Be careful. I don't know what the hell that means. I live in the same house as this guy. That's creepy. I'm just kidding. I love you. Uh, Are you excited for Future State? You know what I had? I, I told Chris, Chris Evans today, um, you know, I'm more interested than excited. I'm more excited for March when Tom Taylor takes over Nightwing. Yeah. And actually, uh, Tinny and I guess is going to do a Scarecrow. They're going to start a Scarecrow arc. Did you know that? I love Scarecrow. You know, he's always my favorite villain. So I was telling Chris and Chris was saying like he wondered how some of the future state, what, what lasting effects they'll have. So I am a little bit more peaked. We'll be at the shop. Wednesday. Wednesday and we'll start looking at that but yeah I'm I'm super stoked for comics right now and King and Black um I've got to catch up on that um so yeah it's all comics for me what I mean by lurking is that I'm on Twitter no no following you gentlemen following he's the, got the receipts go, he's got the receipts. following straight out of Gotham following the Batman book club <laughs> following the nerd show. room let's yes. go comic show Rob Myers we're following all these guys right now and uh I continue to be um thrilled at uh, the content that you guys continuously put out thank you oh man you can uh you can follow me on twitter at papa z underscore 95 which seems to be a controversial twitter as of late but that's okay <laughs> I've, i, I haven't it. sparked a lot of controversy in a while but that's all right i love it um i have reviews for disney picture soul and wonder woman 84 at let's go podcast.com as nico said we um we have three episodes of Let's Go Marquee, so you'll have a nice little double feature of uh, this episode and episode three of Let's Go Marquee. And then we also have our Let's Go Marquee Awards coming up. Yes, of which, 2020. Uh, that'll be episode four, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I will actually be making my comics return for the site because I might be covering Robin Eternal, which is a future state title so be on the lookout for that and then i just had a review for cobra kai season three drop everyone's talking about that i i which just has no business being as good as it is i have really no it is in in not even an insulting way i have no desire but it it i've it's it looks people the praise for it is nuts it's so cool it it looks really cool it looks cool i just you know you have to know the Karate Kid, though, right, Nick Z, to watch it, right? Just one and two. That's really just all one and two. Okay, really awful. You know, I was there when those came out in the shows. Those were very yeah. inspirational. Isn't movies, two kind of caca? I tried to do the crane kick on a few people. It never really worked as good as it. It never really worked as good as it did in the one movie. One is the but, only good one. But I was always able to get myself out of the situation without getting hurt. So isn't one um, the only good one? One is legendary, two's okay, and then after that, it's all bad. Yeah. Do you guys have a publicist now? You guys are like everywhere and stuff like that. Are you? Uh, we are. Did you hire Danny Garcia? Did you hire Danny Garcia to be your publicist? We are each other's publicist. There you go. There you go. 
He's got the cape in his closet still. One of you guys going to oh. post pictures of you guys like working out, lifting weights. That's what that's what the community wants to see. Like Camel, I don't do that. They show Zednik. They show, <laughs> come on, guys. You like get some dumbbells up in the air and stuff that. like that. I don't need to do that. I'm me. And everyone's like, oh, look at these guys. They're working oh, out man. now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking out to play Batman Beyond in 2023. There you go. There you go, man. 2025 at this rate. Oh Jesus! Why we make the movie on our iPhones? We can do it. So are we? Are we all making a vow tonight that this will be the last torching? Yes. Show. Nice. <laughs> well, we'll 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 see in April, guys. You know, we'll see, we'll see. So um, we'll wait till the thing comes out. The though. thing. Wait till the, the thing, thing. Wait thing till comes the out. Thing. You know, yeah, that's gonna yeah. be that danger. That's gonna <laughs> be <laughs> out. The the thing wait, in wait, 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 You mean wait. the first thing or the second thing or the third thing or the fourth thing or is it just the thing? The thing. It's all one thing. All right. When that okay. thing comes okay. out. It's all one wait, thing. Wait till that thing comes out and we got to fight for our lives. I got a guy. Oh. We're going to get it early. You know, I got a oh guy. Oh, my God. I got, well, dude, I, I hope. I'm teasing. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, so you can uh, follow our show at Vigilante1939 on Twitter. You can go head over to apple podcasts and consider leaving us a rating and a review please leave us a review the reviews help us more than the ratings believe significantly me. yes please. uh they do so if you leave us a review just maybe there'll be a little prize pack for you so yeah we need we need some reviews i i, I implore yeah. people please we got we got some t-shirts left over and stuff we're uh yes you know maybe the next two or three reviews we'll, we'll definitely send some swag Absolutely. Absolutely. So there should there should be your motivation there. Get yourself some swag. So leave us a review and uh, you'll get a shout right out. Now. They're like, oh my god, I gotta go do the review. Yeah, I gotta go do the review. <laughs> you'll get a shout out and some dope swag. So look at look at that. And then uh, it's one thing. Hey, threads. one thing's for certain, man. Yeah. Ezra Miller's making dope ass flash movies. <laughs> oh my god. One thing is for certain. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, and then you can uh, head over to T Public. And uh, get yourself some merch of the show and help us out that way as well. So remember one thing, gentlemen: you want to cut into a steak dinner. Oh, we're getting that steak dinner. And listen none of this to me, Applebee stuff. All right, There's, don't think that I didn't see that on Twitter. There's no listen Applebee's. to me. They got to start shooting a frame of that movie. I'm getting that Scarlet I, steak. I'm all just right? telling you right now. I'm not because I still am not sure. We're, we're, we're getting, we're getting no Scarlet State. Okay, but hold on. If we do, I saw y'all saying something on Twitter about Applebee's. Are you kidding me? Yeah, there there going no to Applebee's. Applebee's. Get out of here. I know you have more money up, than man. that. We're going to at least MJ's. Yeah, there you go. Gibson's. Hey, I'll, wanna... I'll even take Outback, but Applebee's. I'd rather get the riblets. If you're going to play it that way, I'll go, I'll go buy the steaks an, at Applebee's is a nice steak combo platter. I'm just yeah, telling you guys. Get out of here. I'd rather I would rather get I'd rather get frozen from Costco. Uh, what? And some Kirkland vodka. Cook them on the grill Kirkland at home. Vodka is excellent. <laughs> it's a huge oh my bottle. god. Head to toe in it's Costco. It's it's a it's a bath. Bath. Do you remember the workaholics episode? I'm head to toe in Costco <laughs> when they got the clothes from there. Uh, this man's uh, at Applebee's. We've been waiting for this movie for three years. You can get your steaks at Didn't Applebee's. we close? Are we still going? We're no, we're still Is going. Is this live guys. still? Yeah, oh, still yeah. Live. We're still going. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what a beautiful way to end now, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so that's gonna put a bow on this episode. I can't wait to see the reactions. Oh man, we're like a we're gonna be like a DC movie. This one might be kind of divisive. <laughs> are we putting this out? Or are we gonna are we gonna recut it? Oh, no. Man. 
Well, we have how many unaired? Two or three that know. are there's sitting some, in the can. Yeah, there's yeah. Some in the can. Oh, if you want the unaired episodes, I, I want to see release the vigilante cuts plural yeah, right, trending exactly. tomorrow. People are gonna tweet that now. So I know they are, but yeah. But then the joke is we actually can't, but <laughs> so all right, but uh we'll see. Um can't can't wait for some announcements to happen uh tomorrow like they always do. We'll they, see. They usually do the day after. Yeah. Oh. So the Snyder Cup release date's probably gonna happen, and then you know, Dr. Fate will probably get announced too. So we'll see. It always does, it always happens that way. So but that's gonna put a bow on this one. So my name's Nick Zanek, Nico Caruso, and Mr. and his and his father, Nicholas Caruso Sr. I know. Uh Michael Keaton's Batman always says, I want you to tell all your friends about me. Do good things, people. <laughs> Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over everything.